Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It is Sunday, February 24. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky Delavera. And I am Chafet de Oliveira, and it is a brand new day, a brand new week. Uh, well, obviously, it's a brand new day because we do this every day, but <laughs> it's a brand new week and a brand new series. I can't believe the Loved Lou series is over, and mm. but I'm excited about this new series. All that sticky stuff, you'd think it would stay <laughs> around longer. You think it would have stuck around longer, mm. yeah, which is a play <laughs> as well on the passage of last week. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. I know we could play with that for a long time. Let's not. Um, let's not. Let's not let's stay focused on this. But it's a great uh, series, this uh, this new one. It's uh, for the next month, and it is called The Lion and the Lamb, and it is based on the uh, portion of the book of Isaiah. So we're excited about that. Let me pray for today, uh, and let me pray for the text and for everything we're going to go through. Heavenly Father, I ask for a blessing on today. I ask for your blessing on this portion of Scripture as we read it, and for your insights and blessing on our lives, and as we think about applying it as well. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And for those of you who haven't listened before, let me just explain what it is that we do with oh, this. Yeah. We have a companion to this that is a written daily walk that goes out by email every day. And so people receive that. And the idea is that you read the portion of scripture every day in a different translation, and then a different writer writes a reflection upon that every day and invites you to ask some questions, to do some further research. There's It's a whole Bible study. And then what we do here is save you, save your eyes from having to read. So I read it out loud so you can listen to me. This is for auditory learners, obviously. And then we also talk about the, what we call a recalibrate question. Yeah. So we talk usually about completely different things than what the writer has written about. Yes. So okay, without okay. further ado, I just felt like, you know, maybe no, that's actually really we good. need a bit of context once in a while so people understand what's going on here. Like okay, I'm reading Isaiah chapter 66, the whole thing. In the English Standard Version, the subheading is the humble and contrite in spirit. Thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What is the house that you would build for me? And what is the place of my rest? All these things my hand has made. And so all these things came to be, declares the Lord. But this is the one to whom I will look. He is humble and contrite in spirit and trembles at my word. He who slaughters an ox is like one who kills a man. He who sacrifices a lamb like one who breaks a dog's neck. He who presents a grain offering like one who offers pig's blood. He who makes a memorial offering of frankincense like one who blesses an idol. These have chosen their own ways, and their soul delights in their abominations. I will choose. I also will choose harsh treatment for them and bring their fears upon them. Because when I called, no one answered. When I spoke, they did not listen. But they did what was evil in my eyes and chose that in which I did not delight. Hear the word of the Lord, you who tremble at his word. Your brothers who hate you and cast you out for my name's sake have said, Let the Lord be glorified that we may see your joy, but it is they who shall be put to shame. The sound of an uproar from the city, a sound from the temple, the sound of the Lord rendering recompense to his enemies. Subheading, Rejoice with Jerusalem. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came upon her, she delivered a son. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall land be born in one day? 
Shall a nation be brought forth in one moment? For soon as Zion was in labor, she brought forth her children. Shall I bring to the point of birth and not cause to bring forth, says the Lord? Shall I, who cause to bring forth, shut the womb, says your God? Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast. You may drink deeply with delight from her glorious abundance. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream. And you shall nurse, you shall be carried upon her hip, and bounced upon her knees. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Your bones shall flourish like the grass, and the hand of the Lord shall be known to his servants, and he shall show his indignation against his enemies. Subheading, Final Judgment and Glory of the Lord. For behold, the Lord will come in fire, and his chariots like the whirlwind, to render his anger and fury, and his rebuke with flames of fire. For by fire will the Lord enter into judgment, and by his sword with all flesh, and those slain by the Lord shall be many. Those who sanctify and purify themselves to go into the gardens, following one in the midst, eating pig's flesh and the abomination and mice, shall come to an end together, declares the Lord. For I know their works and their thoughts, and the time is coming to gather all nations and tongues, and they shall come and shall see my glory, and I will set a sign among them. And from them I will send survivors to the nations, to, to Tarshish, Pul, and Lud, who draw the bow, to Tubal and Javan, to the coastlands far away that have not heard my fame or seen my glory. And they shall declare my glory among the nations. And they shall bring all your brothers from all the nations as an offering to the Lord on horses and in chariots and in litters and on mules and on dromedaries to my holy mountain Jerusalem, says the Lord just as the Israelites bring their grain offering in a clean vessel to the house of the Lord. And some of them also I will take for priests and for Levites, says the Lord. For as the new heavens and the new earth that I make shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your offspring and your name remain. From new moon to new moon and from Sabbath to Sabbath, all flesh shall come to worship before me, declares the Lord. And they shall go out and look on the dead bodies of the men who have rebelled against me, for their worm shall not die, their fire shall not be quenched, and they shall be an abhorrence to all flesh. Wow. That was, yes. That was a lot of reading Epic. aloud. It was. Epic. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was, actually. It's a, it's a long passage this week. and, uh, and it really so, is. Yes, it is. And so here we'll dive straight into the question then, shall we? Um, which is this, describe a time when you reorganized your relationship. Recognized. Oh, recognized. That actually helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, should wear my gla- I should wear my glasses. Describe a time when you recognized your relationship to the rest of the world and to the universe. Where were you and what brought this feeling? Okay, I should give some context for yes. this. I actually wrote The Daily Walk Did this you? week. Yes, and I like how you were like, I was the starting <laughs> with the, well, the author, yes, yeah, I could pretend yeah. like it wasn't me. Um no, I was going from the very beginning when, when God is talking about how heaven is his throne and the earth is his footstool and, you know, how he's so much bigger than anything on earth and how there's yeah. really nothing that we could offer him. And so I was writing about that sense of awe that you get when you do feel your smallness. I wrote about when I was on the island of Bora Bora some years ago, but I've had other experiences. Why don't you talk about some of yours, though, because people can read mine. Well, well, I, I, well, I think actually, I think that it happens all the time whenever, I, for me, I've like, if I've changed a job, if I've changed a location, I remember like, you know, arriving at schools and I changed schools quite a lot when I was a kid because of 
my parents either moved or locations would take place and so I went to new schools often and just uh, recognizing that my relationship to everybody else changed because I'm this different person now. Oh, and, that's so interesting. I didn't even so think of it that I way. I have to approach myself or or I get to think about myself differently and how I present myself and and uh, and I thought about myself in, in that way every single time. And it brought different feelings. Uh, it was always good. It was kind of like a, uh, a great opportunity for reset. Some people don't like that though. Uh, they find that mm. really, really hard to do because it's, it's, it's difficult to do that. But I think it also, um, it, it makes you reliant on other things. So um, I think that you end up learning to become either self, self-reliant or you learn to rely on something greater than yourself. Um, and I think church was very important to me. Oh, see, I was thinking totally more of, I mean, my only experiences of having this feeling have been in nature mm. only, and there have been very few of them. Like I could probably count them probably on the fingers of both hands. Yeah, just if like I went awe, my entire awe-inspiring. Life. Yeah, things like when I was on Rainier, I could see yeah. the curve of the earth and the sun yeah. rising. So, so usually it has to do with the ocean, it has to do with mountains. Often if I'm skiing, I'll feel that kind of surge of, of something kind of awe at the world and... Yeah, in it, and I do often have that feeling of wow, we are on this tiny speck of think, a planet in space, yeah. and there's nothing. I think out the only there time that, that I've ever felt like I think that, that in 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 relation to nature is, is when I've like left the city. I, I was know, like, I have you ever been in nature? Yeah, <laughs> I have, like once or twice. Mm. Uh, you know, I drive through it and then I drive out of it. And yeah, so, you'll uh, never have this experience. No. <laughs> if you're in a car, it, it cannot happen. No, no, but uh, hear me out. I, I, I have had this experience. Like I, I tell you one uh, or two of them. One is that I was like out in the sea um, and the storm hit and the storm hit so bad that the ship was off to the side. It pretty much felt like a, a 45 degree angle uh, where we're all leaning over the side and um, and suddenly, you know, realizing how small and insignificant we are in yeah. this vast ocean and we're out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, just, yeah. I mm. think that's actually a, a pretty pretty titanic moment for us. Um, and and at those at those moments, you, you kind of put everything in the check mm. and you ask yourself, which I think is actually what the point is of this whole Isaiah 66 brings us to this kind of like epic moment. Yeah, but it kind of goes or jumps around into all kinds of things. It does. But there it, is this idea that there's nothing that you could give God because he made everything, he owns everything. It made me think, I think I was telling you about how I received this email alerting me to the good news that Kevin Costner's home in Aspen is now available for rent for a mere $30,000 a night. And first oh. of all, I'm thinking, how did I get on this mailing list? Yeah. Like what? Yeah, how did you sign up? And then up? secondly, I'm thinking... Is Kevin Costner there when you're staying there? <laughs> what? For $30,000. It yeah. feels like, you know, there should be some perks. Um, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I just, I thought, you know, we we think, you know, we try to have luxurious things or we kind of yeah. look to the rich and famous and what they have and and are impressed by that. And God's saying, eh, you know, whatever. It's a house that costs $30,000 a night in Aspen. It's probably not even that great a house. Even, I mean, they're probably more expensive ones, I'm sure. But yeah, the things that we think are a big deal are not a big deal. Yeah, that's true. Well, let me repeat the question one more time then. It's here. Describe a time when you recognized your relationship to the rest of the world and to the universe. Uh, Where were you and what brought this? No, 
what brought this feeling around. Uh, Think about that, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.